I don't know. Uh, whatever, it's good enough. Oh, oh, oh. Hello there. Hey, man. Welcome. Well, happy Happy President's Day. It is President's Day, isn't it? Yeah. What have you uh, What have you done to celebrate? Today, uh, yeah. I went to work. Okay. I had lunch. Lunch. And then I went back <laughs> to schoolwork. Hmm. That is some festive celebration. Man, it's all for the... Pre- I do it all for the presidents. <laughs> Who's your favorite president? Uh, Lincoln. Man, I don't oh, know who knows, My man. favorite Lincoln. My, my, I like Lincoln. They're, you know what? They're, they're all my favorites. <laughs> All the great presidents. Nah, it's, that's definitely not true. <laughs> uh, so welcome to The File Drawer as I scream into my microphone. Uh, this is uh, The File Drawer with Sam and Eric. Sam and Eric. A podcast. Uh, a podcast. A podcast. Yeah. And this is not going to come out at any different time for all of our, our listeners out there. Nothing's going to seem amiss to them. However, <laughs> maybe <laughs> we. <laughs> I'll edit this quickly. We'll get a quick turnaround on yeah. it. However, we are recording on a brand new time, brand new day, Monday night. Monday I night. I don't know how I feel about it yet. It's uh, my fault that we're recording Monday night. Which... You want to tell them why? <laughs> we got all set up on Saturday. Was it Saturday? It was no, Friday. Friday. Friday, Friday. Friday evening. We got all set up like we normally do, ready to record. And I don't know what I ate, but something just hit me like a ton of bricks, and I felt terrible. I know exactly what I ate. It was a piece of bread that I always eat and has never messed me up, and some hummus that I know was not bad. At least it didn't seem bad. I ate a piece of bread with hummus on it. Within 15 minutes, I was feeling utterly, utterly terrible, and we had to cancel. I, you, I'm sorry. I thought you felt a little bit better, like sort of. I was feeling, afterwards. yeah. I mean, it was like really in and out, kind of touch and go. And within like an hour and a half of you leaving, I felt fine. Okay. Uh, but it kind of, I kind of ruined our recording time. So. We did sit there and talk for about an hour. That's true. We did. We had <laughs> forgot. We had uh, we had an unrecorded podcast. Me, you, yeah. and and Hunter. Uh, unrecorded podcast, also known as a conversation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had we had one of those. I don't under, I don't understand what you talk about. Yeah, uh, but you know what? We're we're dedicated to our craft, and now we're here because we we put out a weekly episode, yeah. and this is what we do. And I would, how we roll. Well, I will say, uh-huh. I yesterday I did text you. I was like, look, we because we didn't record, but I was like, yeah. hey, let's just record like fifteen minutes. Yeah, release like an intro for something that we recorded in the past but never released. Right, and then sometime throughout the day, I don't know if it was this morning or, I was like, you know what? What did I say? Hey, I, I, I said it because of the, the alliteration of it, but I said, hey, let's just do a fresh 45. A fresh 45. Because I, I, I want to make time for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't know where 45 comes from because we never do 45 minutes. I, I but know. I like, I like quicker, the alliteration. Slightly yeah. quicker. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Fresh 50. Um, fresh 50. There you go. But uh, Fresh I, 55. I do kind of want to go back and listen to some of our unreleased episodes. Because we're better, we're we're like experts now, right? Uh, I think sound quality is better. <laughs> sound uh, quality is definitely better. We had some epic battles, even with the stuff that we have released. Yeah, um, it's it's because we were we were talking like this. We were all up on our mics. I, where does that come from? I feel like that's pop culture or something. Like for some reason, I thought in my head you had to be super close to these mics. Um, yeah, I don't know I don't where know. that comes from. I, don't know I think either. people just don't trust the, the technology. Tech- yeah, that's you know, true. I don't think they trust technology, but uh, I will say there is a difference. And sound technicians know more than this, but 
when you have like dynamic microphones, mm-hmm. I, I think because they, re, they, I guess they're reactive, I guess, to you speaking into it. Um, it's more focused, mm-hmm. whatever. I think a lot of times people do get up closer to it. Okay. So you can you can almost just like just are talk these, to it regularly. Are these dynamic? No, these are condenser. Okay. See, I don't I don't know. You're yeah, a tech guy. You know these things better than I do. Um, and then uh, actually, I just listened to. Um, I was just telling you, I was listening to uh, the podcast method podcast with Dan Dan Benjamin. Yeah, and he was talking. He talked about all the stuff we were we went through. So we're not idiots. Yeah, yeah. But he said when he you know when he first started off, even when he got thought he was getting his sound just right because he had his you know good headphones on listening to it in studio, which I'm sure we're still experiencing right. now. He would have people calling him, and say, "Yo, this sounds terrible!" Like in the car, yeah. or with different headphones, different thing, uh, different things. So it was like, you know, it's good to try it. Hey, <clears throat> have good headphones so when you're mixing it down, you can actually hear, hear the subtleties. But also, um, listen to it in the in the in the car through different mediums. Mm-hmm. And um, it took him a while to get it right, just because you just had to kind of play around. Uh, yeah. That's when he started experimenting with like sort of the mic technique and okay, what's the best distance for him? Right, that this, for, so for his type of voice, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. type of mic that he was using. Right, I'm, I'm talking about him like I know him. I don't know the guy. No, I, I, I feel the same way in terms of the people I listen to on podcasts. I think you and I talked about this yeah, the other day. Them, yeah. how you feel like you know them. Yeah, uh, and I had the cool experience actually. So one of the podcasts I listened to is Dan Benjamin with Merlin Mann on uh-huh. this podcast called Back to Work. Yeah. And they did an episode a couple of weeks ago about uh, they were talking a little bit about flow and Csikszentmihalyi, which they have done a couple mm-hmm. of times in, in the past. And Merlin is like one of my idols by far. I've been yeah. following his stuff. He had a website called Forty Three Folders. Um, been reading that since like two thousand seven or so, and then listening to Back to Work since it started. But I decided to email into the show and basically say, "Hey, you know, I'm a student of Mike Csikszentmihalyi's. I've written a chapter with him, and here's some of my thoughts based on what you guys were saying." And I started emailing back and forth with with Merlin uh, because he wanted to talk about my email on the show. Yeah. Um, which he was totally prepared to do, but the nature of that show is sometimes it just goes off the rails and yeah. they ended up talking about movies and comic books yeah. the entire time, except for one tiny thing where Merlin basically said, you know, I, I feel bad. I've got reader email here from uh, from Sam, last name withheld, uh, about, about Chick Sent Me High, and that's just all, all it. So maybe this week, maybe this maybe week we'll actually hey, talk about it. by the way, if you do... If he does talk about it, he like emails you. I don't know if it's like a live thing or not. Yeah. Be like, hey, I got a podcast too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Maybe exactly. get a shout out. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll, I'll see. Well, see, now we've emailed back and forth a little bit now. Yeah. So I feel like I've opened the tiniest bit of uh, communication with yeah. one of my idols, which is cool. It's cool. Yeah. Podcast, man, bringing the world together. It is. <laughs> it is. The- For all you people out there who Eric is your idol email him he, he answers his email yeah. he's, he's the normal guy he puts his pants on one leg at a time just like the rest of us no, i actually throw them up and i, and I <laughs> jump and i jump i jump up higher than where i've thrown them and, then you and ju- land perfectly yeah. that's true i've seen him do it it's incredible i was just trying to trying to break the myth so actually you know, you know what i do want yeah so i haven't had sound effects uh the soundboard in a long time yeah. i want to know if anybody will comment as to whether or not they like the sounds Oh, or perhaps the sounds are too much. <laughs> and um, actually, probably wouldn't do a lot of sounds, but I don't know. There's sometimes it's hilarious for me to press buttons. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever brings you joy in your life, Eric. That's what this this is an exercise in us creating joy for ourselves. Yeah, that's very, it actually is true. It's very true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I told uh, you, I was like, uh, I make I make time for other things I necessarily don't like as much. Right. I must make time for this because I enjoy it more. It's true. Yeah. Uh, warm my heart. Hey, man. Um, 
So my phone may go off while we're while we're doing this because there's a Red Wing game happening, and I chose podcasting over watching the Red Wing game. Uh, Just again, where's your sound that effect? That was that was actually real. That was an that was a, uh, authentic yeah, uh, sound was, effect. Call them a mouth sound. <laughs> uh, where's your ASMR video? Sir, uh, been too busy, man. Mm. Been so busy this past See, week. See, all you need to do is just turn on your microphone and your video camera my, while you're working, and my just computer whisper sucks. while you're working. My computer sucks. This one, uh, you I, do you, have, I do have another computer, like a little small uh, one that I bought. I saying you need to come over here to record your ASMR. No, album? no, no. Okay. Uh, I, I don't have a mic, and but this computer, the fan is so loud. Uh, I don't yeah. want to record it because you know AS, the beautiful thing about ASMR is like. The sort of silence and then the subtleties yeah. of the yeah all that stuff you know are you gonna do a mouth sounds one are you gonna brush the microphone what are you planning on uh, doing you gonna whisper no I had an idea and I tried to do it while I was over here <laughs> um, and I, I couldn't do it comfortably so I, <laughs> I don't think there's I don't think anybody's ever done anything with ASMR comfortably yeah but like it's hard to do when other people are there because <laughs> other other people are gonna be coming in like what are you what are you doing <laughs> yeah what are you do- are you just making That's what, true. Are you, what are you doing. <laughs> That reminds me of a story. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> not really me. It's not going to be that funny, but okay. to the point of uh, weird sounds coming out of people's mouths. <laughs> so back in the day when, uh, I guess, Rock Band had just came out. Oh, I love me some Rock When band. it just came out. Yeah. The, which one has the um, the microphone included? Yeah, Rock, rock band. band. And so I was out with a buddy, and I think I was in Atlanta at the time. And we went out to go to a bar, go drinking or something like that. Somehow he, he got lost, or he was walking around or something like that. It was like one of these mm-hmm. like places that had... Strip mall type thing, or maybe mm-hmm. maybe maybe even a, uh, maybe even a mall. But um, he says uh, he walked into some like room, some space, and there were just people like playing fake instruments and some girl yelling into a, a mic like oh, <laughs> and he was like he has no idea what that was. <laughs> and then later, I mean, I just you know through just me I, I deducting. Just, I'm yeah. assuming it was like rock, rock band because it just it just came out around well, the Well, you see, one of the, the hacks with rock band was you don't actually have to sing the words. You just have to hum the pitch. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. sounds like maybe that's what... Uh, <laughs> that's exactly Unless she was doing the, uh, the, the Celtic monk uh, yeah. chant song, well, like a, I which think, I don't think is an actual song. Yeah, I think Yoko Ono has a couple of songs like okay. that too. Okay, gotcha. I don't know. Uh, I love me some rock band. I used to, Well, I played Guitar Hero a lot in, yeah. co- in college. I, uh, I, I mean, looking back, I wish I had invested that time into actually playing guitar. Yeah. But at the time, yes. it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Click, so. click, 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 click. That's what it did. Click, 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 yep. click, 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 click. Except click, I click, click a click. lot faster because I'm good. Click, 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 click. I can't do it. Yeah. Oh, man. That's Those... why yeah, when the sound is not up high enough to get um, to be louder than the button presses, I think it just sounds so weird. I'm like, this is so, yeah. this is so ridiculous. Uh, you were, in fact, are not in a rock band. Sorry. No, I am not. Um, good times. So, uh, what's been going on this week? Week in a couple days. Oh, not much, man. I did go see... Saw a movie. Yeah, a movie that I would have to say was a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. That's a bold statement. And again, I want to preface this You're right. by saying, I'm not saying it's the best movie ever made. I'm not saying it needs to be, it's award-winning. Right. But I'm talking about all around, just enjoyable, enjoyable, enjoyable. Like, um, I, yeah, I was—I think it was around two hours long, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe slightly longer. But uh, I was fully engaged and fully with it the whole time. In fact, I was a little tired. Um, so I'm not going to tell you what this movie is. Okay, teaser. No, it was uh, it was Kingsman. 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 Is it based on something? It seems like a comic book. Is it a comic I book? Thought maybe it was a book. 
If we had if we had listeners, they'd be emailing us all angry right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't it's a book, you think? I think it's a book because I think okay. I asked somebody else that well, if I recall correctly. There is a thing called Google in front of me. There is. Or is it called the Kingsman? No, I thought you used Cuckoo. Oh, duck duck go. Cuckoo cookie fine. Cock a doodle fine. Um Duck Duck Go is what you're talking about. And yes, I do use it. <laughs> Kingsman. Yeah. All right. Google is now like Band-Aid, yeah. as is They've yeah. Also, you know. Kingsman, the Secret Service. Keep talking. I'm looking it up. I'm reading oh, I thought you were going to read it, it as, as you... Oh, no. A spy action comedy film based on the comic book, The Secret Service. Oh, yeah. Okay. Look at me. Yeah. I'm so smart. You No, you can read. Um, <laughs> I predicted, I said it was going to uh, be a comic book. Yeah. It was, it was really enjoyable, though. All right. So what... Why Why was it enjoyable? Don't... All right. So, yeah. I don't like ever giving teasers. Yeah. Don't, don't give... No spoilers. Uh, yeah. No, spoilers, no plot points. I mean. Yeah. Um, it was enjoyable. It was it was it was definitely comedy, mm-hmm. but it wasn't over the it, top. Yeah, but it was it was kind of campy. It had campy parts. Yeah, but it wasn't over the top. Okay. Um, some some might argue that it was. <laughs> for for you, it was not over the top. No, no, it was perfect. <laughs> and then um, good action, good action, good action. All right, uh, action. Yeah. All right, that's it. Action. No, uh, that's an action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, fight scenes were enjoyable. Samuel L. Jackson was in it just oh, being. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> All right. I, I thought he was mimicking Russell Simmons a little bit. Okay. But I, I don't know if that's true or not. Um, okay. I don't know what his inspiration was. And just the heroes in the movie were just. Can you relate to them? Oh, on point. Okay. On point. I don't want to describe it too much. Right. Yeah. All right. That's. I mean, so basically, the two thumbs up from Mr. Eric Middleton. Two thumbs. Two thumbs. If you had three, three thumbs up. No. Nah, nah, All right. Nah, okay. It's, it's not. Weird. It's not get crazier. Is it weird for you that I don't have a beard right now? I seem to blow a lot of people's minds when I ever shave my face. No. Okay, I, good. No, no. Um, because I also... And I'm surprised I asked you this question, but I thought yeah. perhaps you shaved it for a reason or uh, something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I did have a reason. Because it was a, it's a weird reason. Yeah, but uh, like when I grow a beard, uh-huh. people are like, oh, wow, what, what happened? What are you yeah. doing? Like, I'm just not shaving because I just don't want to. Like, And yeah. I'm an adult male. Yeah. I sometimes and, grow it out. And you won't say this, but I will. You look damn good with a beard. Oh, I look fantastic. So, there I, you I, go. Will say, I will say that. <laughs> okay, you will say it. Okay. I will say that. <laughs> good. Um, yeah, it's, sometimes it's right. good to change up style. Yeah. I I shave my beard off when I feel like it's uh, uneven. Yeah. Which is what I yeah. shave. Right. I got like I've got busted up uh yeah. clippers and I feel like I over another... enough time it gets kind of uneven and I just start start it over. Yeah, start just, from scratch. Just get another I should. I should. should or just... I could just do what I'm doing now. Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. Yes. So nothing so you saw a movie. What else has been going on in, in the life of Eric Middleton? That's all that's all, man. Just just seeing movies? Just seeing, just seeing movies. a movie. Just seeing a movie. <laughs> I know so you're just, you're busy with uh, school stuff. Is your thesis done? No, but it's almost there. <laughs> But I've what's, gotten distracted by other things. What what is what's kind of like the last hurdle you have to, or the next hurdle that you have uh, to get over? Going here? back and more thoroughly, you know, hashing out the discussion piece. Discussion piece. Okay. Um, but I have thought thoughts about what more I want to say and okay. clean it up. I mean, it's not it's still going to be a draft, right. but uh, the actual methods part, the method, sorry, the results part, I think I'm very comfortable with. Nice. At least sitting on. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm, I'm almost like I want to get uh, feedback from my advisor that before I go into formatting the tables, like oh yeah, like, I know the tables that. are gonna be bad, it's but the I don't worst. Want, I just be like, yeah, this we're good, and then yeah, then I'll make sure the decimals line up. 
you know. <laughs> Good old APA formatting. Yeah. I can't believe, is there really not a tool anywhere online where they'll there, just make it for you? Uh, I think there is, but I just haven't looked into it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've looked real briefly, and I was I never really found anything good. But if, if, in fact, I if think, you I do th- find something, let me know. I think you can modify. That's the worst part ever. I think you can modify either SPSS or maybe R oh. or something, which I don't know how to use R, to, to making the table gotcha. uh, a little closer. Um, I'm going to be learning R. I got approval from my two readers nice. uh, to take that. Coursera class, Coursera class yeah, yeah. Uh, on stats using R. Nice. So that's, that'll count as my your... professional development workshop nice. for my portfolio. Nice, nice, nice. It starts on June 1st, though, so I've got some time. Yeah. And you, it's not one of the ones that you can just kind of self-pace yourself through. Yeah, so. I, I started it, and I was like, oh, I'm way too busy with everything else. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. So at least now, <laughs> I've, like, I've wanted to... I know it was a. I had to like basically kind of petition them because uh, the topics. If you look at the topics, it's basically our, our initial stat sequence yeah. plus a, a couple other things. Yeah. Uh, and initial pushback that I received was, well, you kind of already learned this stuff. You needed to do something else. But I basically argued that I I didn't have any stats background before I came to grad school, and kind of a whirlwind one year stats class is not enough. Was not enough for me to feel like. Yeah, I've got the basics down. Like, I'm good to go. I got through the classes just fine. But getting through a class and really feeling solid on the fundamentals are two totally different things. I'd rather invest the time to do this online class and really be solid on the fundamentals and then be able to move forward rather than taking some sort of workshop, two-day workshop on an advanced technique that, yeah, I'll, I'll do fine for those two days. But it's like trying to build some build a building on a really shifty foundation. Yeah. So I'd rather shore up the foundation yeah. before I move on. Cause I mean, I'm going to be using this stuff probably for the rest of my life. So let's shore up the uh, foundation before I try to do anything too crazy. Yeah. And they bought and they, they, they were fine with that. Yeah. So I think a, co- a couple things with, right, so a Corsia, uh, C O Coursera, Coursera. Is that how you yeah. pronounce it? I think spell so. it, spell it. C O U R S E R A. Yeah. Um, they offer free courses mm-hmm. that anybody can sign up for. Um, if you just want to take them, I believe. Mm-hmm. If you want the certificates, you can pay. I think um, so. So like for that. class, and not every class has a certificate either. Uh, but I, I think you can uh, pack. You can put different classes together. And so I was going to mm-hmm. say is they do a whole data management type of series. Okay. With that R sequence, it's almost like a sequence mm-hmm. that you can still do piecemeal, but they you know offer that data management right. thing as a certificate um, that might actually be worth doing just on your own. Yeah. You yeah. already, already got whatever you wanted to prove, but uh, yeah, yeah, just look into that because. Um, Especially after how, depending on how this goes too, the other thing that I kind of threw into my petition was the fact that my career moving forward, and I've already worked on a major consulting project creating some online training yeah. for, for basically an online course for this company. And I want to do more of that in the future. Awesome. So really participating in what is one of the largest stats online courses in the world yeah. would be good experience for me. And I'm going to write up a little report at the end about kind of the design choices they've made and the mm-hmm. pedagogy around how they presented the information and how it could be, could be improved. Yeah. So kind of killing two birds, one stone there. And then, um, so I was going to make a couple of points about that stuff. Um, so it's good. R obviously it's a free. Yeah. Analysis, uh, Huge community around it from what I can tell. Yeah. Def- people b- building tools to kind yeah. of latch onto it. Yeah. And, uh, so that's awesome. Uh, and then I was going to make one more point. But I do not recall. Mm. So as we're talking, and if it comes back to me, I'll then just real time follow up it right into our conversation. Jab it in. Cool. Yeah. Um, and I had just butted into we were talking about you, and then we just started talking about me. So that's just I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. 
Uh, so what else? Anything else going on? Uh, now it's going to be thesis. Now to be thinking about. This. I know. <laughs> we're, 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 should we sit here in silence until you come up with whatever you're, it is um, that you were going to say? No. All right, here I'm going to help you. I'm going to walk you through it. Our stats online Coursera. Uh, our. Um, you, you were saying the benefit for you. Fo- oh, shoring up the foundations of my knowledge with stats instead of trying oh, yeah. to. So um, I'm not. I don't remember this quote at all, but I wish I did. Uh-huh. How Dale described its learning statistics was the sort of best way I've ever heard it. Hmm. And he just he decided uh, described it as being. I think it was part of it was like cyclical. Okay. But also like you kind of. Go up it maybe maybe you described it as a helix I don't I don't know okay but it's it's this thing that every, with every exposure you learn it a little bit more yeah so seeing it not within the confines of SPSS but seeing other types of output with different statistical tools present different types of output slightly differently maybe the lingo was a little bit different right that's going to help uh, just solidify that knowledge and maybe like expand that knowledge yeah um, even if it's basic because there's stuff that I've learned many times and um, each time I feel that I'm exposed to it, or maybe I use it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, my knowledge just grows that much more. Totally, yeah. I've and I completely agree with that because I think about how like something that I would consider myself pretty advanced in is like the various personal productivity stuff that I'm that I'm interested in and I write about a lot. But I'll read about those same ideas, habit building and motivation stuff, over and over in different books. And sometimes I'll reread the same book and I'm. And that's how you really learn something. Before, I think I had this, like when I was in college and high school, I had this under. I think I had this belief that you get like one sh- one shot at learning something. Yeah. You read the book once, and you either get it or you don't. If you didn't get it, well, I guess you're not smart enough. Yeah, but yeah. it's really you need to read the book or similar books to it on the similar ideas many times, exposed to simple or complex ideas many times, and then you actually start to form some understanding. Yeah. So I'm totally on board with that. And I'm making this up right now. There's mm. no mm-hmm. theory to what I'm saying is what every time you re- learn something new, you are, you know, changing the way that your brain sees the world, you know what I'm saying, interprets the world or whatever. So you looking at it, you know, last year yeah. and looking at it now, you're just looking at it with a different lens, man. You know? Very true. I mean, that year difference in experience yeah. and other stuff that I've done. And maybe there's something that I've learned completely unrelated in the past year that I'm able to use as a metaphor, somehow make something that I'm going to be learning again much clearer. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, learning is not this straightforward linear process I used to think it was. Um, big uh, shocker there. I'm really, really, <laughs> really uh, covering new ground here uh, <laughs> uh, with our, our uh, obvious podcast. I know. Obvious podcast. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, so, so what about you? Let's go back to you. I don't about me. <laughs> well, last week was my birthday. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. So yeah. you know, celebrated the big two eight. Didn't really. We went out, went out to dinner. You yeah. you were there for that. I was. We had. Uh, I had myself a nice burger. You have a burger. Uh, yes. And you got some corn dog uh, lollipops. Yeah, they. Yeah, yeah. They put Polish <laughs> sausages in it. I was like, oh, why did I get this? Yeah, well, because yeah. it didn't come out in time to be an actual appetizer. It was like a quasi dessert. Yeah. Um. Other than that, yeah, just working on. I don't know. Just school stuff. Yeah. Man. This is right, yeah. Research assistant <laughs> stuff. I mean, it, my life doesn't change from that much from time to time. It's you boring. Know? Um, it's boring. Yeah. Being in school. <laughs> but I am starting 
and I know I've talked about this before when we talked about closing um, outlier consulting group, but how I've kind of given myself permission to look for jobs. Yeah. Uh, so I've started the process of identifying companies cool. and I've sent out a couple of emails of inquiry to places cool, and cool. Uh, just to start probing the waters cool. and seeing what's out there. Yeah. So I, I feel like I have, and I was describing this to somebody the other day, I've got like four or five different irons in the fire yeah. where all of them require me to kind of keep an eye on them and do things to keep them hot in the yeah. fire. But if one of them were to actually catch, yeah. things would be really great and yeah. like much calmer for me because then I could let the other ones go. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like I can't let any of them burn out because yeah. one of them, I, don't, I can't tell which one, yeah. might be the thing that pushes me into some sort of like a full-time gig or full-time work with my company. So I've got it. So I I feel very spread thin, yeah. but I'm hoping it's a very more of a temporary thing than than permanent. Yeah, but it's, a, it's hard to it, I just can't predict what is the thing that I'm involved with right now that deserves the majority of my time. Yeah. So I just have to spread it thin, which is annoying. But and, and to that I say, what if you could predict? I don't know which one. I can't even talk about them in specifics, unfortunately. <laughs> one's under NDA. Um, another one's like another startup. So like I can't even say what they are. But yeah, they're yeah. involved. A couple of them involve either companies hiring me to do work for them, or partnering with established, more established, small entrepreneurs to do something, which is super vague, but. Cool. Hopefully, we'll have something to talk about in the coming weeks, or I'll just continue as I am right now and just get more and more burnt out until <laughs> we just have a podcast where I'm just laying on the floor and you yeah. lay a mic in front of me and I just kind of whisper <laughs> into it for an hour because my brain has died. Oh, man. Yeah. Although we do have ourselves a nice little uh, respite coming up this weekend. Yeah. Where are we going this weekend, Eric? Big Bear? Big Bear. That's all I really know. I yeah, just... I don't know. Big Bear. It's a place. It's a place. It's a mountain. It's a mountain. South of here, I think. I think they have a lake out there, so oh, I'm excited. Right. I might, I'm going to take my fishing poles out there. Are you really? Yeah. How many do you have? I just have two. Can you and I go fishing together? Yeah, man. If, if it's <laughs> not far away from the lake, yeah. yeah. I think you technically need a license, but they might oh, have like yeah. a what, temporary catch, license. What about catch and release? Either yeah, that, you, maybe need license. I think you need a license. Yeah. All right, yeah. let's look into getting a license and let's go fishing. Let's look into making sure there's a close by lake. Okay. Let's fishing. look into making sure there's a close by lake and then getting licenses and then let's go fishing. All right. All right. Cool. Um, yeah. So our buddy Hunter, who will be on the podcast in the near future. I'm not really sure why we haven't yet. Probably just because we don't like him that much. I mean, he's okay. He's, he's okay. Guy. Yeah, he's okay. He's I not guess. that bad. I mean, you know, um, <laughs> what he did last semester was terrible, but... Yeah. We try to put that behind yeah, us. Yeah, put it behind me. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. I mean, I think of it basically all the time, but... Yeah, it haunts me in my night. Yeah. Mares. I have night tears about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's his birthday. He's turning 30. Yeah. I don't know if he wants people to know that he's turning 30, but I guess told everyone in the world. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, okay. And we're, we're renting a house up there, a group of us, and we're just going to relax and yeah. sit in a hot tub. My goal that weekend is to basically not get out of the hot tub. I'm gonna, that's what, <laughs> I'm going to cook in the hot tub. <laughs> throw some hot dogs in hot there. Hot dogs. Put them in, put them in a little Ziploc baggie and just throw them in the... In the no, no. Oh. I, want it, I want it in my... You want the chemicals yeah, I want, and... I want my, my flavor. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, I remember an episode of... Uh, some, some uh, Seinfeld, where Kramer, he was like hooking, I think, in the tub or in the shower, shower. or something. Yeah. Wasn't it that basically he figured he could do like everything from the shower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was so sad. I know very little about Seinfeld, but I think I've seen that one. I've seen almost every episode. I think at one point I saw another episode and I was like, oh, I've never seen that one before. It was crazy. Whoa. But, uh, <laughs> this is like blowing your mind. Yeah. Do you ever watch uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee? I have seen it. Yeah, I yeah. enjoy that a yeah. lot, actually. I like it. Uh, 
not it's not fun to have two guys talk about something they have seen that nobody else has seen. But have <laughs> you seen the one where he's with Louis C.K. and they're on his boat? Um, I probably have, but I'm uh, I can't. well. Well, I don't remember the boat, so I guess not. No. Okay. Well, it was, it was really. It was. Just, it was. Just, I'm not going to go into it. Super into it. But Louis tells a hilarious story about getting his boat stuck in the mud and how the people on the beach eventually recognized that it was him and that he was on the boat with his two daughters and they were basically stuck in the mud for a long time. And the police boat came by and like shot, like threw them a line and like brought some food over for him. And they just had to sit there until the tide went up. But it was the way he tells it, obviously, yeah. much better than me. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's uh, it's really good. I and and I like the interviews with I mean, I think I consider Louis C.K. almost a philosopher. Like he's a hilarious philosopher in hearing him talk about the various stuff going on um, in, in our world right now. And the interview that Jerry Seinfeld does with him has obviously it's funny parts, but it's just interesting to hear his philosophy on work and comedy. And, yeah. And, and one of my favorite, like Louis C.K. on Conan talking about cell phones and how the cell phones are just like ruining our humanity. It's just really, yeah. really interesting. Both of those will be in the show notes, which can be found at, do you want to tell people where the show notes are? Do you the, know? The files are that audio. All right. The files are that audio. Where else? The files are Backslash. Backslash episodes, backslash, I think 15. Uh, 15. Let's see. The file. Yeah, 15. Okay. Um, backslash episodes, backslash 15. Um, so I listen to, you know, like a lot of comedy podcasts mm-hmm. and things. And so and I've, so I've heard podcasts where Louis C.K. was interviewed mm-hmm. and also I've heard people also talk to him. You know, people that kind of went, kind of came into the industry with him. Yeah. Mark Maron. That episode is uh, yeah. really good. Yeah. But just even other than that, people, yeah. people obviously people really look up to him as an yeah. artist right now. And uh, what's consistent is everybody kind of, well, no, one thing that somebody, inter- one the interesting, I can't talk, one interesting <laughs> thing that uh, someone said was that like, you know, like he seemed to like for years always sort of pursue the work that he enjoyed. Like you can mm-hmm. find these old clips mm-hmm. of him just making little sketches and stuff, little mm-hmm. silly, like kind of some of the weird stuff. You yeah. can tell he has a weird mind, some, yeah. of the weird, some of the weird stuff he does in a show. And uh but you know he would do these jobs as part of the sh- you know shows that you're like why aren't you doing your own thing? But this is them talking, mm-hmm. uh, but we're either writer or you know just kind of behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff. And they're like, and they were kind of just reflecting on his life. They're like, well, you know, he was really getting doing all these things to get the skills, right? To basically, do like, everything that he needs to be able to do yeah. to run his own show, manage yeah. his own company, yeah. and all this type of stuff. Yeah, you know, all the like, unglamorous stuff that he did for years. Yeah. that basically is why he can do what he does yeah. now. And I don't know if he, he would say, you know, look at it that way, but I thought it was. It probably wasn't a deliberate choice on his part, yeah. but looking back on it, you can kind of see that. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Yeah. And it, I mean, from what I hear, like you know, he's he's pretty much has a budget. He didn't want. You know, I mean, he has, a, I think, a probably large budget now. But yeah. it's not like he went in requesting a ton of money. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to be left alone and like yeah. basically full creative reign. Yep. <laughs> what he can do. You're talking about Louis, right? Yeah, 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 Louis, yeah. yeah. Uh, the show so, Louis, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, yeah. And the thing with his stand-up, too, is that he throws out all of his material every year. It yeah. starts fresh, yeah. which is super, super cool. I wonder if that... Is if you can keep up with that? Um, uh, yeah, I he has another. He has a new one just came out. I haven't, I haven't heard yeah. it. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. Um, I, I don't know. I, I obviously don't know Louis personally, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he seems like the type of guy. If he ever got to the point where he couldn't come up with an hour of new material, he would just stop doing yeah. it. I mean, hearing him talk about why he does that and how you know people shouldn't have to see him doing the same thing every time and like just I don't know. It's just really interesting because. It, 
it's not like that's a typical way for comedians to conduct their career. Yeah. There's a great interview with him and Jerry Seinfeld and two, I think Chris Rock and one other person. They're all just sitting around talking yeah, about yeah, comedy. Yeah. That's a like, and, comedians roundtable. Yeah, thing. yeah. And uh, he was they were talking about that, and like it blew like Jerry Seinfeld's mind. Yeah, it was, uh, the does. other person was uh, the Office, the English Office guy. Oh, uh, Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais yeah. yeah, and it's because you know because again, this is only it's all knowledge I have from listening to, to so many podcasts about comedy. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of time, yeah. work oh, yeah. on the road in front of different crowds to craft right. the jokes to. The, the the level that they're worthy of even making exactly. this special, and it's not even that he it's not that it's not like he locks himself away and then writes a bunch of jokes and now he has a new hour. It's trying out material, yeah. seeing what works, what needs to be changed to to maybe yeah. it's close but not quite there. Yeah. So it's, it's a very uh, iterative process, which is one of our favorite phrases as researchers. It's, it's an iterative process, which I love. I love that as a creative sort of yeah. Way of doing well, things. I I love I love iterative processes, but I I've also learned what it also means is we don't really know. We don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah. I think <laughs> we're, it, we're, we'll figure it out. There's so much, <laughs> so much beauty in that. You know, so I'm, yeah. um, I'm putting together <clears throat> this, uh, I'm kind of, kind of going back and revising some of the, the steps that I'm putting together. Um, basically an Excel spreadsheet that basically organizes data for a 360 assessment to create a report. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, if I were a programmer, there'd be much easier ways to do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but kind of just knowing what I know about Excel, you know, a little bit about you know macros, etc. I found so much enjoyment of being able to be like, I'm not sure, but I think I can get there. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and sort of the unknowing and every 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 time sort of figuring out that next thing, the level of discovery is like, oh. What so, is it about you then that you think that? makes you have that belief in your ability to do it. Because I think a lot of people would, I, I know people would, who are maybe being in a similar situation, would think of it as, I don't know, and because I don't know, I'm, I just don't know. So I'm going to stop there. Um, I think it's my, not belief in myself, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm too uh, self-deprecating. But it's a belief in, like, what I used to always say, I used to, you know, I used to work with, um, I used to work for a programming company uh-huh. in my past job. And I used to work with programmers who were kind of old school. Mm-hmm. And I used to always be like, what are you talking about? This is a computer. This is technology. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's like we probably, put somebody on the moon. Yeah. You can do this. <laughs> I, was, no, and I, I, said, I didn't say it directly to them, but I'm like, yeah. so don't tell me that you can't do it. Tell yeah. me that you, yeah, you yeah. don't think it's worth the time uh, yeah, I remember talking and investment. About you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and so. Yeah, but that's other people. What about you, though? Like, Why do you think <clears throat> that when you run into that challenge that you think you can figure it out? Just raised that way? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I like the challenge. Yeah. I, mean, I like the challenge of figuring stuff out. Yeah, it also sounds like you're able to break it into like, what's just the next step to figuring this out? Not that this unknown thing I know how to do is this some a huge black box yeah, it, that I don't know how to put my arms around. It's like, all right, I don't know what the what the ultimate thing is going to look like, but I know the next step is just this small thing. You know, and I think that is either what I learned from having like a little bit of programming background mm-hmm. or what initially took me to like at least take a step into the programming. But right. back in undergrad, I was about to uh, major in computer science until I found psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got a computer programming minor. Um, but the idea of like, you know, if, if, I, if, I, if, I, knew how to, if I knew how cars worked, mm-hmm. right, um, I would know that, you know, in order to get this piece of the run, I just have to focus on this one 
piece. I need to right. focus on the alternator. <laughs> you know, then I move on to the next piece. Yeah. You know, so I, so I do break it down literally yeah. in, into components. Yeah, uh, into small pieces, um, and I'm just like, okay, once I have that done, I'm like, okay, now what does it connect to? And actually, yeah. we kind of brought this up. In, I didn't bring this up about me, but the term came up, and I never thought about it this way. Um, the whole strengths inventory. I think connectedness is yeah. one of mine. Yeah, and so if is, that yeah. is, um, if that is sort of this thing that connecting to the pieces, maybe that's what yeah. the strength is uh, t- uh, tying into. Nice, but um, yeah, cool. Have you thought about? Because I know you, you said you have programming experience. Have you thought about kind of like teaching yourself a modern programming language, just kind of on the side? If I had enough time, I yeah. would. Um, Definitely. I like the idea, and it's, it's because of some models, I guess, who I've seen, who I've worked with. I like the idea of being able to craft tools that help me do my job better. Yeah. So we talk about this Dan Benjamin guy yeah. who's created a couple of things that they use internally because he's like, oh, I need something he to create, do this. I know he created even like an advertising network because yeah. he needs to sell advertisements for all the podcasts. Yeah. Does. You know, so I like that. Yeah. That he's a Ruby on Rails developer first. Yeah. That's what he did before podcasting. Yeah. So I know, like he, he created their website and everything, and yeah. a lot of the the CMS on, on the back end uh, yeah. for them as well. But yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, where I used to work, um, we use these tools. We used to do um, atom response theory analyses, like a form of test development and mm-hmm. stuff. And um, there's either the software is expensive, or um, there's other sort of things that he the guy the guy who we worked with was more of a quantitative person. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of analyses that were sort of either theoretical or just kind of on the cusp of like, you know, he's writing a papers about other ways to do stuff. So there's no existing software. So he just, was like, Oh, well, I know a little bit of visual basic. <laughs> Let me open up Excel developer, you know, go in there. And he basically would make programs to do analyses. And he would just be like, Hey, I worked on this. And this is a new one. He would just give it to us on a USB. And I think that's what first when I was like, huh, I can sort of mash these passions, or not these yeah. passions, but these interests yeah. together in a way where part of what I, that sort of problem solving, figuring things out is fulfilled along with me, you know, sort of within the context of, you know, psychology and stuff, I can also do that. Yeah, yeah. You basically creating tools to help you do the psychology stuff better, but the but then the psychology stuff is giving you problems to solve with the programming. Yeah. So you can do kind of yeah. both. That's cool. Yeah, I never really thought about that. Yeah. Uh, so believe it or not, you know, I, I created a list for us of, of potential topics that yeah. we could talk about last week. Right and then I, uh, we've actually gone through almost all of them oh, okay. just through talking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing that was on the list that we can just say real quick, I had lost my headphones, but now I found them <laughs> and I lose my headphones probably every two months. I do too. Uh, I don't know why. And my, my in-ear ones are actually really nice. They're like a hundred bucks. They're these Bose headphones, but I always lose them, but I found them so everybody can take a deep breath. Other thing, uh, I have learned that I love writing in Sharpie. Writing in Sharpie? <laughs> yeah. It the, makes me... The feeling of it? Yeah. It just makes me feel like, I don't know, like, yeah, I've got I've got ideas and I'm confident and I'm writing in Sharpie. Smell me if you're near me. Smell yeah. the things I'm writing. <laughs> Smell my ideas. Yeah. So I'm going to write in Sharpie more. You know what? Um, I, I don't know if it's a Sharpie, but some some markers... I don't like the sound that they make on paper. That's I know what you're like talking sometimes about. Sometimes when it's dry, I know what you're talking. Oh, like, oh, it's like a, a, opposite it's ASMR. Like corn, it's like cornstarch. Have you ever? Yeah, like rub the. Yeah, something I, about it's like. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Stop I, it! I wonder, is there an anti like a the op? What's the opposite of ASMR? So and what, is there a community? So what, what does ASMR stand for? I don't remember what it stands for, but the opposite would be things that you hear just like make you like your skin yeah. crawl and you just hate them. Yeah, and. Maybe there's a maybe we can start a community on YouTube of <laughs> the opposite of ASMR, uh, and I 
Yeah. I'm thinking maybe it might be hard to build that community. Probably not going to have a lot of people listening to know. all of our stuff for very that, long. That, that's, but. that's when you know you've done well. Like, what, one view. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yep, yep. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I think that's that's basically it. The only other thing, I don't have say a ton it. here. Say it. Well, I, to, I told you a little bit about when we were having our unreleased podcast, our run recorded unreleased podcast from Friday when I was feeling terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah. Frederick Taylor. Frederick Taylor. Frederick oh, yeah. Winslow Taylor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Scientific management guy. Yeah, uh, no, let's bring that up again. Okay, that, so you re- remember? Yeah, I, I remember a decent amount. So Frederick Frederick Taylor came up with this thing called scientific management in uh, early 1900s, and it was basically his whole thing was, hey, there are more efficient ways for us to be doing work, and at that so, time, most of the work was it's kind of. I'm not going to bring it up, but it's kind of lends itself. I mean, it kind of gets into. What we were talking about today in our lab meeting. Kind of, yeah. Uh, in terms of what we measure. Yeah, and, yeah. But so at that time, a lot of work was making things and moving things, essentially. Um, and he thought, you know what? All right, let's say your job is to move this pile of sand from here into a truck. What are the different steps of doing that? You know, bending your knees, how much sand you put on your shovel, how far away the truck is from the, the pile. All this stuff can be analyzed. There's an optimal there is an answer for each of these steps that will result in the most efficient way of doing this. And he applied that to lots of, of different things. And in OB, OD, org theory, you learn, you learn about Frederick Taylor, and, but not, at least the way I remember it, it was always kind of a, here's scientific management, kind of our first attempt at org, dev- not really org development, but like efficiency and, and making organizations run better it's see how kind of messed up it is kind of turns people into robots. Like now, now you're just a, you know, every, every movement, every action that you take has been calculated down to the second or millisecond and you have to do it this way in order to be most efficient. And it's kind of like, Oh yeah, that is pretty messed up. But I was reading this book by Peter Drucker over the weekend called post-capitalist society. And he went on this couple paragraph defense of Frederick Taylor uh, basically saying that he was kind of the victim of a um, kind of like a smear campaign against him on behalf of union of the unions, because essentially Frederick Taylor would argue there is no such thing as like a truly um, skilled like craft craftsman or skilled trade or whatever, because like he thought everything could be broken down into its constituent components, analyzed and then put back together in a very efficient way. And obviously unions are not going to be on board with, mm. with that, you know, bricklayers or people who've been trained, you know, kind of rightfully so. Can slow, it, slow it down a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, and the, but the thing that I did not know was that Frederick Taylor always advocated that any productivity gains or profit gains made from the scientific management should go back to the worker. So, yeah, the worker who is moving the sand from the pile to the truck has had it completely re had all of his actions analyzed and everything's kind of very regimented on how he should be doing things, but he should be paid a lot more because he's saving the organization a lot of money. And that part always was lost to me as I learned about Frederick Taylor because I always thought you learn that basically organizations just kind of ate that extra profit. Like, great, we now have these really efficient people doing these really mundane jobs, and now we make a lot more money. That's pretty messed up. So it was just really interesting to see Drucker, kind of this, you know, huge intellectual in our field, talking about Frederick Taylor in such a positive way. Now I want to go read a biography on Frederick Taylor. Yeah. 
So that was just my 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 little weekend uh, learning. It's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think like I said, I mean anything can be used for good or bad. You know, so I mean, right? New bit of knowledge, a new way of looking at stuff, and so. Yeah, you, one person will say, "Hey, yeah, we can we can do better." Then we can also pay these people more. And yeah, another person will say, "Hey, we can we can get them to produce more, and we, yeah, can, exactly. we can make a lot more money on right. the backs of those." Right, like Frederick Taylor say, "Hey, we can move this sand pile thirty minutes faster." The guy gets to go home thirty minutes earlier. How great is that? Organization says, "Great, he can work an extra thirty extra minutes. minutes." Yeah, and that's yeah, it's just, it's it's interesting, um, and because how how things are passed down over time. I mean, this happened, you know, for, he lived over a hundred years ago mm-hmm. and things can kind of get muddled. You kind of lose who the person was yeah. in all of that as well. Um, one thing I really like about, you know, at least a grad level psychology class and I did a lot in my past program, but we, we did some of this in our research methods, but uh, just reading sort of the original sort of writings, yeah, the earlier yeah. works, difficult to read, but once right. you sort of look at it, you can start taking out of it I guess what I'm not saying interpret it differently, but right. we could see where the original words, original were. thought, yeah. yeah. And so, so sometimes things get just muddled, yeah. And you know, it's because you know people attempt to condense the work of things done years ago to where it's now like not a big thing, but it, it deserves a paragraph and a half in an intro mm-hmm. to psych to psych <laughs> textbook, you yeah. know. And so you lose so much. Yeah, you lose so much. It's like uh, it's like our problems early on in this podcast with audio quality. We were compressing the files down. You know, we had to compress the files, and when you compress the files, you lose you lose things. You lose because things. You, it doesn't sound as good. Doesn't sound as good. Look at that. I'm just connecting history and audio technology. The music just isn't <laughs> just isn't as sweet. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Frederick Taylor, maybe cooler than history lets you think. Maybe this is a regular dude. Let's let's I don't know. if oh. I remember correctly, he like didn't go to college or anything. Like yeah. self educated yeah. to the point where he hadn't had this huge impact on how we think about work and if, if I if I recall correctly, we read something that kind of described him as just obsessive, which yeah. would I could see why someone would be able to learn on their own, but also come up with this way of... Yeah, come up with this, like, <laughs> let's let's break down, you know, you know, moving sand from one point to another as actually, like, 19 different movements, and let's yeah. analyze each one. Like, yeah. yeah, that's a pretty obsessive dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I'll, one last thing on my list. Not that this is interesting yeah. at all. I found out that I have relatively high cholesterol. <laughs> oh, I'm glad my I'm glad my poor health is hilarious to you, Eric. Uh, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know. I started... Uh... <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Why, why is that so funny? No, it is kind of funny. Uh, um, and I think I told you this too, but when the doctor called back with my blood um, work, I was literally eating a donut as he was telling me that. And it's one of those times you kind of look back and you're like, you know what? You, know what? What, you what, might have a point. When did you go to the doctor? When? Yeah. Uh, la- early last week. It wasn't after the sushi weekend. Sushi no, it was week. after the sushi times. Because I think that sushi might... Maybe not. I thought some of that sushi is kind of fatty. Well, yeah, but I think... It, I don't think one fatty meal it, is, it can't, is, you can't shows up like that. You can't temporarily... I mean, your blood pressure is affected by what you eat. Yeah, but you, I, I went into the getting my blood... When I got my blood drawn, I went in fasted. Like, I hadn't eaten uh, that since that earlier that day, uh, or that night. I was trying to, so. give, you, I was trying to give you hope. So you no, can, no. So I'm, eat, I'm eat, facing it head on. I am facing <laughs> it head on. Okay, you've seen what I've eaten today. Yeah. How many pieces of pizza did I just eat? Uh, I don't know. It was four. All right. So here's the thing. <laughs> let's, let's play a game. Let's see how high... If, do you know the number? I don't. I have the thing, but I don't have. It right, whatever the right number now. is, see if you can add like ten points to it. No, I want to go the other direction. No, no, no. <laughs> I did find out though that I'm not pre-diabetic. Okay. My kidneys are working good. Okay. My liver's working good. Okay. Um, 
My thyroid is good. Okay. It's just my cholesterol is a little high. Then some people just have high cholesterol. Yeah, but I don't think you know, I plan- didn't before I came to grad school. Look. <laughs> Look, man. I'm a, I'm a soon to be dying. <laughs> not that guy. No, you're not. You're that's healthy a, as hell. And by the way, that's, a, that's not true. Um, <laughs> I wanted to go out with a clip. Um, but I'd have to find it. And okay. I don't think well, it's going to work on this. So That's sad. Yeah, I guess we just won't have it then. I wanted to play some Bill Cosby Bukowski. For some <laughs> what, uh, so what are you looking forward to in the next uh, week or so, other than Big Bear? Obviously, we're both looking forward to Big uh, Bear. You're not going to do any work at Big Bear, are you? No. Okay. Good. No. I might, actually. I don't know. We'll see. If you do, I do. Okay, I'm not, then. All right, then I won't. <laughs> then I won't. Um, who knows? Who knows? I'm, I'm going to fish, though. Yeah, that's um, right. We're gonna, if we catch fish and we get a license and everything, do you want to cook them up? Oh, yes. Okay, good. Oh, yes. I've never, I, don't, I don't think I've ever cleaned a fish. That means we have to have a good knife, though. I'll bring a knife. Yeah, I got, sure, I got a good sure. knife. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, don't know. Are you gonna uh, finish your thesis this week? If I have a little bit of time, yeah. That, that, gonna, can we hold you to that? Can we talk about it? And if you, can we, can we laugh at you on the air if you don't? Yeah. We being me and whoever else we have on. Yeah, you can. You can look. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> you can laugh at me. All right. Like a, but like a butthole. Like a butthead. Like a big meanie. Like a big meanie. You're a big jerk. <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, well, we're at 52 minutes. You want to wrap it up? Cool. This might get. This actually might get edited down to a fresh 45. <laughs> it might, but I don't think it will. All right. Um, well. Challenge accepted. Let's, let's do well it. Well done. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Uh, until next week, uh, check us out on iTunes. Leave us a rating or a review. Uh, tell, tell a friend. friend. Tell, you know, tell... I want you tell to, an enemy. I want you to, I want you to tell an enemy about this podcast. Tell one enemy, one friend. <laughs> okay. How about that? That's good. Tell That's two good. people. Totally doable. Yeah. All right. Peace. See you later.